0: Good morning, good afternoon, or good night, wherever you may be in the world. My name is Jake Smith, and welcome to another episode of Conversations in the Cloud. I am joined today by Keith Despain, Director of Intel Network Builders and Ecosystem Programs. Welcome, Keith.
1: Hi, Jake. Thanks. Glad to be here. Appreciate the time.
0: Well, you know, Keith, you and I have worked together a long time, well over a decade. So why don't you give the listeners a little bit of background about yourself and about the programs that you lead?
1: Sure, thanks. So myself, I've been at Intel for quite a few years off and on and been in and out. I love coming back to Intel. It's a great company and I've always been around communications. And so watching the industry transition from where it was in the early 2000 time period to where we have come today is phenomenal. It's a transition that certainly has taken some perseverance and moves. But now as we watch the global pandemic being supported by some of these communications networks that have transitioned to what our vision is of software defined and flexible, it's just wonderful to me.
0: Well, I couldn't agree more. It's kind of a testament to the work that you've been doing throughout your career and the work you've done in the communications space. So can you talk a little bit about the Network Builders Program and really what it means to Intel and what it means to our communications business?
1: Well, the Intel Network Builders program has been around for quite some time. It's pretty mature. So I would say coming close on 10 years. And before that, it had some other names to it. We have been working hard to make sure that these changes were driving this vision that we had. It takes a lot of people and a lot of collaboration across many different types of companies. And so bringing that together is part of what the Network Builders does. And there's really, you know, 400 partners today these solutions that have been put out in the marketplace, well over hundred of them already, thousands probably. And we do, besides bringing the community together to talk and to collaborate across, how do we drive more open standards or interactions? We also do technical training. We do go-to-market activities to influence the downstream customers. We do a lot of development of new technology in conjunction with what our partners are planning on how do we make sure that Intel is delivering at the platform level what they need to be successful in a timely manner.
0: You know, Keith, one of the things that really always gets me excited is the fact that when you build an ecosystem program like your team has built with the network builders and you allow it to grow to maturity, it starts to foster its own community. And we're seeing several technology inflections happening right now from accelerating 5G network transformation to AI and the rise of the intelligent edge. How do you see the value and importance of ecosystem working together to drive the solutions to meet the industry needs?
1: Great question. I think this is at the heart of what an ecosystem program is all about, and it's getting people together because people are what make companies run, right? And so getting the people together to really talk about, you know, if we did something different, what would happen? You know what would change, and I you know, I hate to say it, but if companies were still in their myopic way of thinking, we would still be looking at very siloed environments that wouldn't allow the transition or changes that we need to really open up the benefits of a five g network and the transformation that is coming with that, where you know, as you mentioned, artificial intelligence, but all this convergence is needed to drive the different workloads and be able to host those workloads in areas and locations that benefit the end user. And so, that's where I think that the ecosystem comes together and goes, you know what, this implementation as defined in the past isn't allowing flexibility, better SLAs or service level agreements. It's not allowing us to move quickly to new technologies. And so, what can we do to, one, still ensure that the developers of that technology get value, but two, open it up a little bit, allow some more innovation to happen. And so that comes together. And as the companies start talking to each other in ecosystem, they then form groups. And I would say something like the ORAN or activities that are going on around what you hear with virtual RAN, you know, is one of those of many. And there's always been lots of these continuing to grow.
0: And that's the thing that I love about what your team has done. You continue to innovate. You continue to work with the ecosystem.
1: Well, can we talk
0: a little bit about the edge? It's such a very important part of the market. Can you talk about how we're developing solutions around vertical requirements for the enterprise?
1: Sure. Edge is an interesting one. It has to do with how do you define it and where does it be? And what we're driving for is certainly how do we get compute capabilities and intelligence driven closest to those who are going to be developing the solutions there, but also be using that information. So how do we improve performance? How do we improve you know, this new capabilities of artificial intelligence, machine learning, autonomous networks that can heal themselves and also help make decisions they have been trained with the capabilities and driven by the software that's enabling all these activities i think that's part of what we're doing here at the edge is how do we move away from some of the actions of a highly centralized environment which is for some applications and i would say many of them extremely relevant and going to remain in that area but when you want to reduce latency when you want to reduce some of the costs of sending information to these centralized environments, you want to offload some of that and make sure that the speed of reaction is put in place. We have to develop an edge and a highly distributed, you could say fragmented or disaggregated architecture. So that's what we're doing with openness. and OpenNest.org is one of those areas that we're investing in. And we have started inside the Network Builders program, an edge focused subsegment that is starting to look at how do we bring in the use cases that each of these enterprises as you mentioned Jake want what are they asking for and some of those are all around you know video analytics we're seeing some interesting use cases in this pandemic time period of, you know, video analytics are able to tell a store how many people are in their facility or in the government buildings that are there. How far apart is everybody standing? Are they wearing masks? Can they come in or not? Having highlight some of this stuff? And of course, we're always watching, you know, the privacy concerns of individual people. But this is technology that I think has an opportunity to really transform not only what enterprises can bring to the market, but also our own governments and developing Autonomous vehicle networks or smart cities that allow us to be safer in our own communities. Well, the other thing is around smart factories or industry 4.0. We're starting to see some of those optimizations that they take advantage of these capabilities with 5G or even Wi-Fi 6 coming along that they can really bring this intelligence to it. We've seen in some of the massive inventory management of putting very complex devices together of how do they manage you know, 100,000 components going all into you know, a great device, whether that's you know, a large airplane or some other type of environment that has these complex machines. And how do you manage it all? Well, you got to push it down to the edge so that things are happening quickly, that the yields are going up and making those decisions. And so I think that's opportunity for the edge as well on premises. That is part of our definition of the edge as well.
0: So one of the things that your team has done over the years that really makes me proud to be an Intel employee and certainly proud to work with this team throughout what we've done with Builders University is what George, Ranallo and team have done with Network Builders University and the scale that you have achieved. Can you talk a little bit about that for our listeners who may not be familiar with our university technical certification process?
1: Absolutely, Jake. You know George and he's very passionate about training. It's great to have him on the team. He's been there for quite some time. I like the fact that we continue to have interest from our communications service provider customer base because Knowledge is important to them in terms of making the transition in their networks to these newer technologies. So we drive to get that knowledge shared out in through our Network Builders University programs. Now, you don't have to be a com service provider to be able to come and enjoy some of these capabilities or this knowledge that we share. Anyone can. You can go to the networkbuilders.intel.com and sign up for it. And because of this desire to get that knowledge out there, that training out there, we have really seen interest skyrocket based on the challenges, of course, of the pandemic, but also the content that we're providing. We had a 400% increase in our training video viewership of over 181,000 videos in 2020. Now, that's just people coming and learning, and trying to understand what we're doing, but what we're also seeing is that not only are they interested in networking technologies, but they're looking across all of Intel's technologies. So artificial intelligence is one of the hottest areas. Of course, they're looking at virtualization of the radio access network. But besides that, they then continue to look at, well, what about security? And all of these are one-stop shop kind of in the university environment. They're in our college, and we can put those special trainings together and keep driving those forward. And You know, we also, I would say, outsource or develop new channels. So Coursera carries some of our content and all that is free that you're able to come in and see it from the Network Builders University. It takes that takes that kind of a knowledge base to move an industry that has not embraced in the past this kind of horizontal nature. And so we got to get that knowledge out there, get that training out there and continue to see where it's going, especially as it moves to more cloud native technologies. And so that's a key topic for us and what we're doing in our training in 2021 and beyond.
0: Hey, Keith, you know, one of the things that you and I have been working on for many years and our customers are experiencing as, you know, the cloudification of the infrastructures take place is east-west traffic. Can you talk a little bit about how we're addressing the intra data center traffic as well as the inter data center traffic?
1: Yeah, I'll do my best, Jake. I think that you know, as we look at the importance of moving massive amounts of data and going in, the, as you said, the east-west tracks, it's important to understand what are those fundamental technologies underneath. And the strong term out there right now is all around smart NICs, and they complement the processing capabilities that Intel is driving. But they also allow for the speed that is required as your movement of these data is inside the large data centers. But even beyond that is that need of how is it replicated out to the edge And using the technologies that are, whether it's Intel DPDK or the DPDK solutions that have been available for now over 10 years, that allows that movement of a software-defined networking stack to be able to be flexible and deliver to the performance required within the cloud and the east-west traffic that is found there.
0: Talk a little bit about the solutions that we're developing, you know, that are ready for prime time. Does the ecosystem program provide marketing and amplification opportunities for our members?
1: Oh, we certainly do. That's one of those key benefits. So we've talked about some of the technology enabling the network builders does. We've talked about some of the training that network builders does. And now for an ecosystem, they want to know what can we do together in our co-marketing efforts? Their sales teams and Intel sales teams and even our customer sales team can take advantage of some of the collaterals that we put together. And we know these solutions, as you talked about, Jake, are not simple. You can't just put out one product and expect that to fit into a network that has already installed orchestration vehicles and how do you do backwards compatibility? How do you look towards the future? And so we work across not only the hardware partners that we have, but also the application partners, the ISVs, the OSVs, and the important glue that's there from our system integrators. And some of these system integrators come from you know long backgrounds that I would say the telecom equipment manufacturers of the past have changed many of their business models and are acting as large system integrators to bring all these technologies that they can find in the network builders community together and then drive them out as consumable solutions. And that's the critical part of being able to offer and be part of that collateral development as we do our co-marketing is to educate the customer base and a target audience of what's available. Well, here we have it. Checks and boxes. What are you interested in? And then we talk to them about, well, where can you get it? You have to solve that problem. Where do you get it? And so we we strive to do that with our partners as well.
0: Well, we've been doing a pretty good job of it. I mean, I think your team's done an excellent job. And I hope our listeners have also had the opportunity to take advantage of working with your team. Keith, where can our listeners find out more information?
1: Well, everything we do is on the web. And so our most visited site is networkbuilders.intel.com. If you come across us in a virtual event or you see us in person when we get back to that time frame, certainly come and visit with us. We're out there. But I would also say that one of the things that we have as a program that we call the Winner's Circle Program, And that is also found at networkbuilders.intel.com. And that shows off, you know, some of those solutions, Jake, that you were asking me about. It shows off some of our partners in terms of where they're focused and what they're doing. And we look forward to how, between the ecosystem, we can bring this knowledge, these technologies, and these capabilities to those that are interested at our website or even underneath our partners' websites.
0: And that's really key. I mean, I think the Network Builders has been a leading program within Intel of really responding to the ecosystem. Thank you very much for your time today, Keith. But always my favorite part of the interview process is to ask for your final thoughts. Final thoughts on where our programs are going and final thoughts on where's the industry headed and how can our listeners take advantage of the tools that we're providing?
1: Well, that's a great question. I'll try and keep it into a timely response. So I think that as we've watched this journey from vertical, highly siloed solutions to open networks under virtual network functions and starting to open up now, we see the cloud, as we've talked about, the cloud network functions that are coming or cloudification of the network just opens up a realm of possibilities. And we've seen it from the core of the network take place and transition as we think about it right now, all the way back into what's happening at the radio access networks and even back into the enterprises. And so this creativity, this open way of building your network, I think is going to drive some innovations that we've never seen. And watch out for 5G. 5G is going to unleash just some great connectivity solutions, some network solutions, right back all the way to the enterprises on how it brings more value to them. And that's where we're excited to be working closely with our Internet of Things group inside of Intel, understanding what they need and then how do we deliver the lowest latency, the highest performance and the secure capabilities that Intel has in our products.
0: Outstanding. Well, on behalf of Keith Despain, Director of the Intel Network Builders Program and Ecosystem Programs, my name is Jake Smith, and this has been another episode of Conversations in the Cloud. Wherever you may be in the world, we wish you a good morning, good afternoon, or good night.